It's election season, and that means a lot of people are spending their free time scrolling through political news sites. And if you scroll all the way down to the bottom of some news sites, you might have noticed a few headlines in a box near the bottom of the page. I think we've all had the experience where you're reading a news site online and then you scroll down to the bottom and there are all these little boxes of, you won't believe what this celebrity looks like now or other clickbaity things that maybe we've all clicked on uh, shamefully one time or another. Our colleague Keech Hagee covers media. And for the past few months, she's been taking a look at those clickbaity links on conservative websites in particular. Because buried alongside the celebrity gossip, there are also links to stories from Russian state-run media outlets. Outlets that the U.S. intelligence community has identified as sources of Russian propaganda. Welcome to The Journal, our show about money, business, and power. I'm Kate Leinbaugh. It's Wednesday, October 7th. Coming up on the show, how headlines from Russian state media ended up on the websites of some prominent U.S. publications. This episode is brought to you by Natrol. Natrol is America's number one drug-free sleep aid brand, helping you fall asleep faster and stay asleep longer. Natrol melatonin gummies are made with clean ingredients, like 99% pure melatonin, to work with your sleep cycle, helping you sleep better, making the next day your best day. Natrol. Sleep tonight. Live tomorrow. Shop now at Natrol.com. This product helps with occasional sleeplessness. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent diseases. After concerns about Russian interference in the last presidential election, a U.S. intelligence report came out in 2017 looking at what Russia did. The U.S. intelligence community came out with this report that was a bit of a bombshell, really, that said that Russia had actively meddled in our elections in a variety of ways. And one of the ways that it did that was through its own state-run media, which is RT, and Sputnik. And this report said that basically Russia tried to help Donald Trump and hurt Hillary Clinton. Russian state-backed networks RT and Sputnik are an important disseminator of messages designed to undermine confidence in the legitimacy of Western institutions and governments. We obviously know, thanks to the intelligence community in the U.S., that Russia sought to interfere in the 2016 election to help Donald Trump and to hurt Hillary Clinton. Russia used propaganda campaigns that relied heavily on RT, formerly Russia Today. Earlier this year, Keech and our colleagues got a tip. That tip made them start investigating how Russian news sites like RT were reaching American audiences. What is RT or Russia Today? RT is a state-backed media outlet that is actually a pretty common thing for countries to have. You know, the United States does this. We have Voice of America. UK has one in BBC. France has one in France 24. And Russia has had Russia Today for years, and no one really thought that much of it. But in 
Recent years, with the rise of the internet, they have shifted a lot of their resources toward being a digital outlet. They write these clickbaity headlines and are able to get a lot of engagement online. And so they've, they've had a lot of uh, effectiveness. And is Russia today a news organization or a propaganda arm? So it depends on who you ask. They would say they're a news organization, and the U.S. intelligence community said that they are a propaganda arm. What is its agenda? So the agenda is complicated. The larger objective of RT, according to scholars who study it, is to sow discord generally and to make Americans question their institutions and to question liberal democracy itself. They publish a lot of stories about things that are controversial or subjects of discord in America. You know, things that Americans fight about between themselves. In 2016, there was a lot of emphasis on Hillary Clinton's emails and a lot of highlighting whatever WikiLeaks had dumped on the internet. There's a fair amount of conspiracy theories You know, there's a lot of sowing doubt that is subtler than, you know, Putin is great. Back in 2016, millions of Americans were reading news from RT through social media. YouTube was a huge source of traffic for them, and they were just rock stars on YouTube to a degree that freaked out the U.S. intelligence community. And they also had a big presence on other social media, on Facebook, on Twitter. And of course, they have their television channel as well. Since then, social media companies have faced scrutiny about the presence of Russian propaganda on their sites. So they started taking steps to address it. In 2018, YouTube started labeling such content as coming from state-run media. And we've seen, even just this summer, both Facebook and Twitter decide that they also need to label state-run media such as RT on their sites. And Twitter very recently said that it would actually move to sort of depress the spread of state-run sites like RT ahead of the election because they were so concerned about this getting into sort of our discourse. RT's traffic from social media in the U.S. has dropped since 2018. But Keechner colleagues discovered that RT has found another way to reach Americans through a small company called Mixi Media. Mixi Media was founded by a guy named Alex Barron in 2018. The company uses its technology to help news websites increase traffic. And from almost the beginning, Alex wanted to partner with RT. RT is such a big force on the internet, it has a lot of traffic. And RT doesn't have a lot of friends in the media world. So other folks don't want to work with them in many cases. So if you find someone who is willing to work with them, you know, they could make a deal that is advantageous to both. Mixi Media's other clients have mostly been conservative media websites, like The Daily Caller and The National Review. Its network also includes some mainstream sites, such as Real Clear Politics. MarketWatch, which, like the Wall Street Journal, is owned by News Corp, experimented with it for a few months in 2019. The way Mixi Media works is news sites join its network, they use Mixi Media's technology to cross-post each other's links, and they boost traffic across all the sites. Mixi Media is essentially a traffic-swapping network. 
you'd be reading a story, say, on Real Clear Politics or The Daily Caller, and you'd probably be scrolling down to the bottom of the page, and then there's a little box at the bottom or on the side of the page that will just have maybe five stories in it, and it will be under a headline that says, from our partners or something like that. Because so many of the partners in the network are conservative publications and serve similar audiences, a lot of people clicked on Mixi Media's links. I think what's special about Mixi is the headlines will seem almost like native content to the rest of that page. So if you're on a conservative site, there'll be headlines that'll be about something Tucker Carlson said, and then headlines about something embarrassing a Democrat did, and then maybe some sort of sports one or something just a little generally clickbaity. If you're not really, really paying attention, you would just think that those headlines are the same headlines as whatever site that you're on. And almost always, with a few exceptions, there is no indication of the source of those headlines. And these publishers that are part of the Mixi Media Network, did they know they were partnering with RT, a Russian state news organization? Well, that is the big question. That's after the break. This episode is brought to you by Mercury. There's an art to making the complex feel simple. Everything should be in sync so that even the smallest part serves a bigger purpose. Simplicity can transform your business operations. That's why Mercury powers your financial workflows from the bank account, giving ambitious companies like yours the precision, control, and focus they need to perform at their best. Apply in minutes at mercury.com. How well do we know the people we work with every day? We share lunches, jokes, and deadlines. But are we aware of the unseen struggles we often face silently? Stress and burnout, caregiving for a loved one, or feeling misunderstood at work. Through insight, awareness, and empathy, we can start to better see the issues our coworkers are dealing with. And that can make us and our companies healthier, too. Join Holly Robinson-Pete and her guests on The Visibility Gap, a new podcast presented by Cigna Healthcare. For the past few years, Keach says a lot of conservative news sites have had a problem. They want more traffic than they're getting. Conservative sites were hurt by the algorithm change that Facebook in particular made in 2018 to focus more on posts from friends and family and less on news sites. They were not alone in being hurt by that. The entire publishing industry was hurt by that. But there's been a lot of anecdotal evidence that conservative sites were disproportionately hurt, and they certainly say that they were. Some of those publications latched onto the idea of joining a network like Mixi Media that promised to increase their traffic. I had several conversations in the course of reporting this story where, you know, the people in charge of the publication and in charge of guarding the brand of these publishers would have no idea that there would be RT sites appearing on their pages. But once they would like ask around a little bit inside, oh, it turns out that lower down the totem pole, some person who was just trying to get more traffic had signed up. After months of investigating the relationship between RT, Mixi Media, and conservative websites, Keach and her colleagues had a big question. 
did the publishers of these right-leaning websites realize they were partnering with RT? So Keach and her colleagues started calling those publishers. And we were really surprised that when we called asking pretty normal, basic questions about their presence there, several of them said that they were not aware that RT was part of the network and immediately either dropped out of the network altogether or altered their relationship so that no RT would appear on their pages. I should say that Alex Barron says that he was transparent with everyone about RT's presence in the network. One of the publishers talked to us about how, yeah, you know, they knew the RT was in there. And I didn't love it, but it seemed like it was sort of worth it for the traffic that Mixie was giving back. But it wasn't worth it for those publishers once you raised the issue that RT was in the network. What was it that made them pull out? Well, I think they are afraid of the brand damage. There have been past partners of Mixie who have looked at the RT in it and just said, you know, no, (laughs) I don't want to be associated with this. So I do think that there is a reputational risk in having those links on your site. And that risk is real. RT and other Russian state-run media are under the microscope right now as U.S. intelligence agencies look at the role they're playing in 2020. In August, members of the U.S. intelligence community reported that Russia is continuing to interfere in the 2020 election to help President Trump and damage Vice President Biden. Is RT part of that effort this time? Yes. The FBI director did say just a few weeks ago that um, Russia is again trying to meddle in our election actively um, using many of the same techniques as last time, including state-run media. FBI Director Christopher Wray spoke in a congressional hearing in September. Can you tell me if, as of this date, you have information that Russia is trying to influence the election for 2020? Yes, I think uh, the intelligence community's consensus is that Russia continues to try to influence our elections primarily through what we would call malign foreign influence, social media, use of, of proxies, uh, state media, online journals, an effort to both sow divisiveness and discord, uh, and to primarily denigrate Vice President Biden. How many publishers are still with Mixie? So it's about three dozen now. When we started out, it was north of 40. Yeah, at this point, it's in the 30s. So despite the fact that this U.S. intelligence community report said RT is still part of the Russian efforts to interfere, three dozen publishers are okay swapping traffic with them. Yep, though some of the publishers that use Mixie do have explicit agreements that say RT can't be on their sites. This feels like a very kind of discreet and particular method that a foreign outlet is using to potentially influence the U.S. election. But it is an evolution from 2016. What does it say to you that this kind of influence keeps evolving and finding new ways to reach Americans? I think it says that, first of all, there is an audience out there, right? There is a 
hunger, some kind of a hunger in American audiences for some of what RT is selling. People are clicking. And whether the social media companies are trying everything they can to sort of push it to the sidelines or not, it is going to find that audience one way or another. That's all for today, Wednesday, October 7th. The Journal is a co-production of Gimlet and The Wall Street Journal. Thanks to Emily Glazer and Rob Berry for their reporting in this story. Thanks for listening. See you tomorrow.